When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com hi i'm dean blandino from fox sports and you are listening to the quick snap podcast So we're approaching week three, and you are listening to the Quick Snap podcast with myself, Ari Marquides, and obviously Scott Glynn's with us. We have not got Tom. Tom's still on holiday, being selfish as always. So it's yeah. just me and you, Scott, breaking down this week's games. How are you feeling? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, Tom's just, uh, you know, he must not like me. Since, <laughs> I've, since I've started, he's been, you know, he's had excuses every week, hasn't he? It's just not, you know, it's not on. To be fair, I thought it would be me making excuses, but apparently it's Tom. <laughs> uh, no, no, we get one fine. We are, we, you know, there's a few disagreements here and there, but you know, as soon as you realise that I'm right, it just kind of dies off, doesn't it? I'm, I'm not rising to it, man. Not rising to it. <laughs> so today we're going to have a uh, this third week of our predictions game. Really, really good um, output so far. But another six games coming out, and we're going to obviously go through all the, the rest of the, this week's games. We've got a massive game tonight. We're recording this on Thursday, aren't we? And obviously before it'll drop tomorrow, but we've already predicted that both think Jags will win. I know you thought Miami will win, didn't you? No, I'm going, going Miami, yeah, going Miami. Uh, I've just seen DJ Shark is out and I've brought in um, Chenault. So I'm hoping, hoping for a big game for the rookie. 
Yeah, he could do pretty well tonight, to be fair to him. Uh, Minshew probably, I think it'd be a high scoring game, you know, so yeah, yeah it'd be yeah, exciting. Um, okay, so we will got our six games. We both we both picked two, and we asked Tom to pick his, and we obviously got Tom's scores as well. Right, so we will start with the Bengals at the Eagles. Now it's obviously an up and coming team with a rookie quarterback against a struggling team with Carson Wentz. How are you seeing this one going? I I just can't see the Eagles going home free. I mean, I'm surprised that the both of these teams are 0-2 going in, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, I think Eagles will just have enough to get by them. I'm going to say 31-28. I think, because Joe Burrows is putting up points. You know, it, it looks great. So, yeah, I think he's going to put some points. But um, I'm going gonna, gonna to be bold. I'm going to say we're, we're going to be talking about a Wentz bounce-back game. It's not, a, it's not the best Bengals D, so... Yeah, I think I think the, the Eagles just just get by them. Um, yeah, it could be a close one. Me and Tom are going the opposite way. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what Tom said first. Tom said twenty-seven seventeen. Was that me? I can't even remember what I put. No, <laughs> that's what I put. <laughs> I put twenty-seven seventeen, and Tom's put twenty-four sixteen to the Bengals. I don't right. think that... you got, you're going to win yeah, I just think Burrow Burrow's looked really, really strong. You know, he's been unfortunate that he's you know just been outscored in both games. Yeah. The the Chargers game he should have won if the kicker could do anything about it. The Browns game he was pr- pulling it back. He threw sixty one passes. If he does that again against the Eagles, he'll win. I mean, yeah, the, the chances are he probably won't throw sixty one passes. But you've seen the game so far, and AJ Green's been quiet. You know, the receivers haven't been doing too much to help him, even though he has been looking good, been doing quite a lot of it himself. So, if, you know, once they start clicking, get on the same page, I think it's going to go well. And the Eagles have just just lost their rookie, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, if if the Bengals can get Mixon going, I think if, if Burroughs throws 60-odd times again, then they're, they're not going to win because they're probably chasing game for him to do that. Yeah. Uh, if, if Mixon gets going and they get a good run game, then, it, you know, they could surprise, they could, they could catch Eagles off guard, but uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll stick with the Eagles overall. Is it we, we discussed it, didn't we on the, on the, the Tuesday night about Carson Wentz struggling, and he is struggling. Yeah. And the Bengals did probably pressure Baker a few times, but not enough to probably make us worry that Wentz is going to have any trouble here. So I do think Wentz will score a few, but I just think mm-hmm. the Bengals are quite a well-organized offense now. And and as you say, they haven't seen Mixon kick off yet. Or AJ Green kick off yet? So we'll we'll see. I'm going Bengal though. Fair show. Right, we'll move on to the second game, which is going to be an unreal game, I think. And it is the Panthers at the Chargers. And I'm not saying unreal because both teams are unreal. I'm saying unreal because <laughs> this is going to be two teams fighting to prove that they can do something this year. And I think yeah. it'll be a quite close game. I think, to be honest, uh, I'm actually seeing it with, with I know, you know, Caffrey's out, which is a big, it's well, massive blow for Panthers. So uh, I just think the Chargers will probably be uh, pretty comfortable, actually. I think they'll yeah. be a good 10 points. I've got Chargers 24 14. Um, I just think that, you know, we saw them run the ball on Kansas City and, you know, they really controlled that game up until the fourth quarter when they saw, you know, Mahomes did his thing. I don't see Bridgewater doing the same as Mahomes and no. pulling it back in the same sort of way. So I think they'll just they'll just pull away from him a bit. And 
I think we'll keep control. But you're right, though. They've definitely both got something to prove. Uh, Chargers want they're going to if they're going with Herbert now, obviously because Sailor's out. Um, so they're going to I mean, have to. Can we touch on that? Can we touch yeah, on yeah. that? He's had his lung punctured by the medic. Oh my god! Has he been sacked? Like, what's going on? I mean, like that? Must that be... The least of his worries being sacked, he'll be getting lawsuit. Everything, exactly, everything yeah. going at him now. That's, that's not what you want to do to a starting quarterback in NFL, is it? That's no, a big uh, high profile thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> nightmare. Yeah. Well, I've, uh, I've gone with the Chargers and so has Tom. Both come with 24 yeah. points and Tom's given the Panthers 10 and I've given them 13. Now, so we're all going pretty similar scorelines, are we, really? Yeah, but I, I, I was thinking that they'd be like maybe a, a score up up until the very end and then it'll be like a garbage time touchdown when the Chargers just pull away rather than like a, all the way through the game. Yeah. I thought they quite close. But yeah, fair. I think the defence is just too strong for the Panthers, especially now they haven't got McCaffrey as well. Mike Davis is an unknown. No, he was good. He's been good in Seattle. He's been good in Chicago, but that is, that is it. Just good. Not like setting the world on fire. Nothing to make you think that he's going to come in and just take over McCaffrey. And it, it's, no, sorry, go on. It's a clear point that McCaffrey is that offense. That, you know, he doesn't rely on them. They rely on him. So yeah. he's gone out the offense now. It's not like he can just plug in another running back and it'll just work the same way. No, that's exactly the point I'm going to make. Like, you know, Mike Davis, he's probably a, a really sound back. He's probably pretty decent coming in, change of pace, but running the whole offense through him, you know, is he going to have enough? And if not, Bridgewater, has he got enough to come to take over the game as well? So, yeah, I think they'll yeah. just they'll struggle to score points, I think. With, with McCaffrey on IR now, it's a, it's a good time for Bridgewater, like he had the chance last year in um, New Orleans. This is his three-game stint now to try and prove, prove to everyone that he is a good quarterback. So, if he can make this offense tick without McCaffrey there, that's, that's, a, that's a statement in my eyes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If he pulls it out, fair, you know, fair play to him. He's, uh, he's going to have to show people that he's got it. And if he, you know, so that's what it's about, being a starting quarterback, isn't it? If he can do it, then fair play. Exactly. Right, moving on to another, another unreal game this week. Honestly, I can't believe this game. Like, we're, I, know every, I know every game is unreal in the NFL, but some <laughs> games you're like, oh, that's dull. But this one... Packers going over to um, the Patriots. Oh, my God. It's going to be such... Sorry, not the Patriots. The Saints. The Saints. Yeah. Saints sorry. That is a big game. That's a, that's a huge game. I, it's just going to be an absolute shootout again, I think. I think the Raiders made the uh, Saints defence look human. You know, after, mm. after, a, after a few times of them you know, looking like they were unbelievable at, point, at times, they made them look human. They made them make mistakes. They made the, um, the backs pull fouls. So, I just think, even with Devontae Adams out, I still think the Packers offense is going to have too much. And I've gone 33-27. Fair enough. I've, you know, I've, I've got, I think the Saints will bounce back. I've got the Saints probably taking it in maybe an overtime, a close late game. Um, I think it would be 27-24 to, to, to the Saints. I, to me, this game, I know it's been billed as Rogers versus Breeze, and it's this big. I'm excited for Jones versus Kamara. Yeah, that's all it is. That, yeah. that is the game because you know both top receivers are out. Adams and Thomas are both out, so that does limit the passing games. Like Kamara yeah. and Jones could be both two, three touchdowns, 150, 200 yards from scrimmage each kind of thing. Yeah, it could be that game. 
what 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 are the odds on Aaron Jones being the leading receiver on this team again for the second week in a row? High. It's pretty high, yeah. Well, Kamara's probably gonna be the same. You know, Sanders hasn't looked great with Thomas out. Uh and you know, Smith. Yeah, Trick on Smith's done all right in, in replacement, but yeah, Kamara could be the uh, could have another week like Jones did last week and yeah. Jones could do the same. They're definitely the benefactors of the of the top guys being out. Yeah. Um, Tom's gone Saints 28-24, so we're all going pretty close games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, no, so I'm going, Tom's going the Packers, sorry, 28-24. Okay. So me and Tom are going the Packers, and you've gone the Saints. Yeah. Next game is your game. The big boys, the Raiders on the high, beating the Saints, going nice. over to the Patriots. Uh, I've just got the Patriots sneaking it by a touchdown. Yeah. Like, what, what's going on? I've got 24-17 Patriots. Yeah. I just think the, the Raiders are great. There's, there's, there's news looking like Josh Jacobs could be out, which is a real worry for me. That, that would be... A, if Jacobs is out, I mean, I know he took a knock in last game, he, he finished the game, but uh, if he is out, that really does kill what Raiders want to do. They want to control the ball. They want to yeah. run it from Jacobs. So that does kill a lot of it. I, I really, really want to say Raiders, but... I'll be honest, I've got Patriots sneaking it as well. Yeah. Uh, I've got 28-27, quite a close one. Because um, the Raiders have put up points. You know, they've put 34 points up in both games. I know yeah. Panthers D is pretty, pretty uh, average. But the Saints, going into it, we thought had a good defence. Um, like you said, they made them look human. So. And they're going to be on a, on a high. But yeah, I think they've not got a good history in, in Foxborough. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Belichick's got Cam... Well, whether it's whether it's Belichick or McDonald's, whoever it is, seems like they've got Cam playing pretty well. So yeah, I think Patriots will they'll sneak it. Yeah, I've got them. Tom's got them twenty-seven, twenty-one as well. So we're all got the Patriots just about. Yeah. I just if if Jacobs is out, it could be a chance to see Henry Ruggs in some like jet jet sweep design plays or yeah. any well, sort well, of trick plays. Yeah, you know, I mean, you saw what um, what Metcalf did to. To Gilmore last week, and I know Ruggs obviously is a completely different type of receiver, but the pace he's got, yeah, you know, can trouble Gilmore over top. I'm sure you know it's he's not the quickest cornerback, uh, and they've got you know some some of the defensive pieces missing, and they got so it could be it could be a big game. Yeah, some some aging pieces on that defense as well. McCourty twins, yeah, they're not they're not young the youngest, and if Ruggs can get his speed going, find himself in space, it could be Derek Carr's day. Yeah, it could it could it should definitely scare him, Ruggs, uh, but. I still think overall, yeah. I'd love, you know, I'd love to be wrong. I'd yeah. love it if I'd want to be. I'd love I, it. I, I'd love, I'd love, you must be wrong as well. I know, I know it's you, but I would love, <laughs> I, I hate the Patriots more than I hate you. So, <laughs> I'm going to be That's good to know. It's good to know you only, only hit me a little bit. <laughs> um, okay, moving on to the Rams at the Bills. I think this is going to be another really close game. Brilliant game, yeah. Yeah, brilliant game. So I've got the Rams taking it 28 22. Um, okay. I think Jalen Rams is going to have Stefan Diggs, which is a worry for me because then Josh Allen's going to rely on those other receivers that he's had to rely on the last two years. So, mm. and I think Knox is out, which is not a big miss, but like is obviously a safety blanket for him. The running backs haven't really shown that they were taking off too much. It has just been the Josh Allen show, really, in, in Buffalo. So, just think, you might get you might get a few good yards, digs, but majority of the time you're gonna be facing Jalen Ramsey. So, uh, yeah, I I've got the Rams taking it twenty eight twenty two. 
it's going to be a close game still, but yeah, the Rams have just got the offense. The offense isn't even that amazing. It's just quick, just very fast. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, you know, I've uh, I've got the Bills taken actually. I think it's it's up in Buffalo, and I think this this is going to be a game where they sort of prove that they're ready to take over for Patriots in you know in the, in the East. I hope so. Uh, I think this is this because these are the kind of games that if you're going to be a top team. You know, you've got a, a playoff contender coming to your to your stadium. Yeah. You've got to you've got to get those wins. Uh and I think, yeah, I know it's gonna be Diggs on Ramsey, right? But I, I don't know if you completely shut him down. I think Diggs gets better enough to score some points. Uh yeah. I'm gonna go twenty eight twenty four to the Bills. So again a close similar similar score line to you, but the other way around. Uh so it's gone. Gonna, it could be a great game. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to that one. Tom's gone twenty-one seventeen Rams. So okay. we're all we're all predicting pretty close games. It's mm. been good because we've we've looked at the last couple of weeks that we've done our picked our games predictions, and they have been pretty tough. But there has been a few easy ones to predict. Yeah, like, uh, predict the results, not score line. But these yeah. are all close games, which is which is quite good to watch. Um, it's it's a great yeah it's a great week coming up. I think there's some big box office games like there's there's tons of just so close, our big teams, our playoff yeah. matches. Like this next one, the Cowboys <laughs> at the Seahawks. Oh, your Cowboys. Yeah, is it your Cowboys or the Seahawks? Come on, which is it? <laughs> it is the Seahawks. This is, uh, this, this is a horrible sure. one. Like, I know that, I know that uh, Dak's my MVP shout, but as long as Dak throws for 350 yards and gets a couple touchdowns, and then Russell just dominates the rest of it, I've got it going 35-33, the Seahawks. Wow. Big, big scoring game then. Yeah, well, the Seahawks so far have been in quite big scoring games. And it, whether yeah. it was at the Falcons to start off with or the Patriots, it, they, the defence looks strong, but there's still points going in because the other offence isn't bad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, and I think you, they can, were... you can only stop an offence so much. And, well, Cam Newton was doing his thing and the, the Falcons are going to put up that point, those points against anyone. They're just going to lose those points against everyone too. So that's what that's what it is. Seattle aren't a bad defense at all. Jamal Adams is one of the best defenders in the league as well. Yeah, I just think, definitely. and the Cowboys are not a shoddy uh, offense, so they're going to put up points. I think just Seattle is going to be too strong for them again. Russell Wilson doing his thing. DK Metcalf is going to have an absolute monster, I think. So yeah, thirty-five, thirty-three. Tom's gone thirty-eight, thirty-five. Seahawks. Yeah, I, I've got Seahawks as well. I got. 34-21. I think there'll be a bit of a bigger uh, gap this week. Nice. I just think, you know, when it comes down to this game, it's going to be who's better, Russ or Dak. And it's not... <laughs> That's it's not, not what it's about. That is not a contest to me. That is, it's not a contest for anyone, though. That's not what it's about. It is. Well, the other thing is, I think that the Seahawks, like you said, I know they've let a lot of points in, but I think it's because teams have been trying to keep pace with them so much, they've just been going for it. But... You know, with, with, like you said, Jamal Adams, they've got Bobby Wagner still. They've got a, overall probably a better defence than Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think that's going to come down a bit, come down to it a bit as well. Um, just lost uh, Bruce Irvin though, so that's a bit of a loss for them. But uh, It's a bit of pass rust of loss, but I mean, yeah, I, I just think uh, it's going to come down to, like, so slightly more pieces on defence and, yeah, Russell is, is a much better quarterback, so... Yeah, 34-21. Fair enough. Okay. So, we've done our six predictions. We'll post them on our website and on our Instagram and our Twitter. 
tomorrow. Then everyone can get their chance to put their predictions in. We've already gone through the Jags Miami last night. We'll move on to the Texans at the Steelers. Now, everyone I've seen so far in the media is like, the Texans are not going to go 0-3. And <laughs> in my predictions pre-season, I put the Steelers at 4-12, and which was a mistake, I think, a little bit. It's looking like it. Yeah, but I just think the Texans haven't got enough. Uh, they've already... They, by the way, I could be the smuggest person alive when I said said that the Texans' offence, their wide receivers, are going to last about three weeks. We've already had an <laughs> injury to Cooks, and now Fuller's pulled his hamstring. What What are they going to do? That this is a this is a broken offence. Yeah, it's it's going to be. To be fair, I, I same as you. I didn't think the Steelers would be anywhere near as bad as you thought, but I didn't think they'd uh, start the season off with, you know, three four straight wins. But you know, they're already two and zero. You're right, they do match up pretty well against this Texans team. Yeah. But on the face of it, that defence looks strong. TJ Watt's been great. Um, and they've obviously got a lot on back end as well. And actually, like you say, what have the Texans' offence done that's really going to scare them? Uh, exactly. if, they get, if they can get Johnson going at running back, then that's the key. I think if, if he has a good game, then they can, they can win. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just don't think he'll have a good enough game and Steelers will no. grind, Steelers will grind it out. Yep. The Steelers' defence haven't been the ones running the games yet. It's been the offence, which is surprising. We were all mm. saying the Steelers' defence will win games, but it's been the offence doing it all. So, Yeah, I mean, it kind of has, but I mean, I think Big Ben's looked shaky at some point. He's got the stat line, but I think he you know, threw that interception against Broncos last week and let the Broncos get back into it. Yeah. Uh, so it's he's got the stakes in it. The Steelers' defence letting the Broncos back into it. Jeff Driscoll, that, that's worrying. But... That's worrying. That is worrying. <laughs> yeah. But I do think the Steelers have got enough. I think we had a tight game again, but I think the Steelers will just take it. Yeah, I think low scoring, but Steelers take it, yeah. Sweet. We'll move on to the oh, the the walkover. Maybe 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 the second walkover. There's, there's one bigger <laughs> walkover than this. So the San Francisco 49ers are playing the Giants. Now, I know we've got how many, maybe three or four big players missing in this game. It's well, yeah, Barkley, maybe more. Bosa. Um, Solomon gone. We've got Garoppolo gone. Mostart gone. We've got I don't know who else. Bloody hell. There's loads of them. There's, there's, yeah, there's probably a few more from 49 as well. They've got Sherman's gone. You know, they've Sherman. got, yeah, they've got a few that are out. I mean, it is the time to play them. If, you know, if you're going to play 49ers, I mean, I know they've got a bit of a Super Bowl hangover maybe as well. But they, uh, yeah, it's time to play them. But the Giants just, well, Barkley is that offense and he's gone. The defense is pretty shit. So yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> what what can what more can you say that they've got to, they've got to score some points and you just can't see where it's going to come from. So I think the worrying thing is that these 49ers were banged up last week and they still managed to breeze past the past the Jets. I know the Giants yeah. are better than the Jets, but just. we're bring, they're bringing in Devonta Freeman in, who who could be anything at this point without any training. You know, is he going to even get all the snaps? No, is it going to be Goldman instead? Is it going to be Deion Lewis? No one even knows. It's it's probably. Yeah, it's probably I don't think it'll be a big win. I can't see a big win. No, probably not. No, probably not. I mean, who they got? They got Mullins playing quarterback, Nick Mullins. Uh, yeah. And it, they've not got the you know the best set of wide receivers going. So yeah. it's going to be a run. It's going to be the run game basically. If you got, you know, it's probably a time to put uh, McKinnon in your fantasy team if you've got him because. Oh yeah. yeah if most it's out, it's going to go, probably go through McKinnon. Uh, 
and he's probably going to get a lot of chance. But yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, I I think the 49ers will be winning all the way through the game, and the Giants just get some garbage time points. Probably, you know, Danny Jones is is a new Winston, isn't he? He'll get he'll get a couple of late touchdowns, but he's probably already thrown three picks before he does that. So yeah, it's, okay. Yeah. We'll go on to the Tennessee Titans at the Vikings. Vikings really struggled last game against the Colts. Titans yeah. have looked good, two and zero, but you know, okay, last game, Tannehill four touchdowns, pretty impressive. Yeah, Tony Smith yeah. two touchdowns. I've got this a pretty comfortable win for the Titans. I don't think you're far wrong. I mean, if you look at how the Colts beat the the Vikings last week as well, it was Jonathan Taylor pounding the ball, yeah, and just keeping ball off him, and then a defense getting a few picks off Cousins. It could be the exact same thing. I mean. Derrick Henry against that Vikings defense the way it's been playing, he could just absolutely demolish him. Yeah, he could run all over him, and Tannehill can just probably pick off whatever scraps are left over and just get a few touchdowns to to make it look comfortable. But yeah, yeah, just just Titans got a good enough defense to stop Cousins, I'd say. And I didn't think the Titans would be three and I didn't think they'd you know they'd start this well, but they've they've looked better than I expected Tannehill to start. I thought he might struggle a bit, but he's he still looked pretty comfortable. I think the, the good uh, thing that he's got there, and I think what, this is what the probably the only saving grace for the Vikings is that mm. when they get ahead, they just use Derrick Henry because that's all they have to do, just pound and yeah. pound and pound. So that's what Tannehill does. He has to get them ahead and then let them take, take care of the rest. So that's what the Vikings yeah. probably got. The only saving grace is that the, the Titans aren't going to put up like a 40, 50-point score against them because they'll get ahead and they'll just keep that lead. Whereas the Vikings... You know, Kirk Cousins isn't the kind of guy as well to try and chase back. You've seen how much he struggled this year. If, by the way, if anyone's in an IDP league and they've got Clowney, I congratulate you before the game even starts because that guy's going <laughs> to sack Cousins all day. Well, you know, the, the, only, th- the only thing that will save Cousins from three or four touch, uh, interceptions is the fact that Henry will keep the ball for Titans so much you won't have a chance. Yeah, that's, but, yeah you're uh, 100% I mean, right. <laughs> Yeah. Time of position, they'll, they'll, they won't have enough at ball to even start. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not a Cousins fan, to be honest, but uh, yeah, Titan, Titans should comfortably win this game, I think. Yeah, I agree. Going on to Washington at Cleveland. Um, I think this is Cleveland's second win now. Yeah. The, the Washington defense has looked pretty strong in the front seven. However, they have still been getting a little bit of a, a beat down, apart from obviously the Eagles, who decided to concede 17 points or whatever in the, in the second half and lose the game. But I just can't see the Browns doing that. I think they've got Greedy Williams back as well this week, which is another bonus. Yeah, so, yeah so Denzel Ward, Greedy Williams as the backs. Yeah, they've, got, they've got Terry McLaurin to worry about. But other than that, there isn't much to write home about. So I think it would be a controlling game for the Browns. We already have seen now Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt taking over games. You saw last week in the final final push when they were beating the Bengals, it was literally just a drive of Chubb and Hunt, Chubb and Hunt, Chubb and Hunt. Yeah. And I don't think Baker threw a pass. It, it doesn't need to really. I mean, that, it's going to be the same probably strategy this week because you've got to keep away from that D-line. Yeah. Uh, that pass rush is is ferocious. Like they, they can get after anyone. So, yeah, I think they've got to keep it away from Baker as much as they can. A bit of play action, obviously, when... Uh, Chubb and Hunt have softened them up a bit, but I think you're right. I think they'll just tire out that D yeah. line ball. Um, get they'll probably run it out wide a lot. I think they'll get stretch players, they'll get 
you know, some pitches out wide and just move that D-line about, tire him out. And then, yeah, Haskins, he's, you know, he's not looked bad. He's not looked anything amazing. He's not looked good. He's not looked, he's not looked good enough to, to put enough, enough points. So, like you say, McLaughlin's the only real threat they've got. So, uh, yeah, it's, I think it'll be close. I don't think the Browns will absolutely demolish them. Uh, but, you know, within a touchdown, I think. But, yeah, it'll be uh, yeah. probably pretty comfortable overall. I'm going to call it now. Baker Mayfield will get sacked and fumble that ball. That's going to happen. I can just tell. But I, yeah, I think they'll be a, they'll get a safety. I think that's my that's my bold prediction that game. Okay, nice, nice, nice. The football team gets a safety. Um, going on to the Bears at the Falcons. Now this is the Falcons' ideal game. They're going up <laughs> against a team who can't score as many points as them. They're going to yeah. absolutely walk all over them. Looks like Julio Jones could be out, which is a bit of a worry, but then it just means Calvin Ridley gets even more of the ball. Uh, Hayden Hurst hasn't even started yet. So and it could be a Todd Gurley game, could be get out in front and just you know control the game rather than trying to score 8 million points like they have been doing. Get out in front, let Todd Gurley run the ball. I think that, you know, the Bears' defence is a solid defence up front, so it's... Um... It's not going to be a case where they can just do what they want, the Falcons, but you're right, they're going to have enough of the ball from because Trubisky is not going to put up 25 30 points. So you're going to, you're going to think the Falcons can easily get up to that sort of mid 20s kind of score. So they should have been, but yeah, Jones is a worry, but yeah, really, it's been, it's been balling out like, incredible. Proved, like you said, yeah, like you said, you know, on Tuesday that he's uh. You had your doubts whether it was a true number one, and obviously Jones takes a lot of attention off. So you've got to see him play without Jones to really see if he can prove himself. But he's looked good so far. He looked really good. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It could be like Juju when he played with Antonio Brown. Exactly. So it's going to be hard not to look good. But we'll see him. We'll see him this Sunday if Julio's out and see if he can take that that number one coverage and see if he can you know, still dominate. Yeah. Exactly. So, moving on to the... Oh, this is the game. This is the game. If you've got Jonathan Taylor, guys, you have absolutely smashed it this week. The Jets are going <laughs> over to Indianapolis. It's going to be disgusting to watch if you're a Jets fan. Poor Sam Darnold. You know what? We need to st- I know there's already a hashtag out there. Pray for Sam. Keep us yeah. going. Pray for... Like, honest to God. Poor Sam Darnold. He has got did, no receivers. I mean, did you see that that play that he made last week against that against 49ers when he's sort of rolled left and just threw back across his body for where it 40, 50 yard touchdown? Like that just shows what he can do. But there's just nobody to throw it to. Yeah. There's no bit of block for him. There's no there's no running back now with Lev Bell out. Like, it's just imagine, a, it's imagine just him playing a, in that yeah. offense. Oh no. It, it, if he had a well, a half decent O line and just a receiver that'd be yeah, <laughs> that'd be yeah. like he's got nobody i feel so sorry for him but yeah this like you said jonathan taylor my like my my uh rookie of the year picks looking pretty good after this game i think very very good you've absolutely hit the nail on the head haven't you because the marlon matt going down amazing naheem hines had absolutely zero carries last week zero yeah. so it's yeah. all jonathan taylor now and they're going to be out ahead very early i think and then it's just going to be Jonathan yeah. Taylor running the ball down the down the throat. Well, look look what 49ers did last week. Straight straight out of the gates, they got an eighty yard touchdown on the ground. 
they got yeah. I don't know how many yards they finished with but they were picking up 40 50 yard runs for fun weren't they and yeah, yeah. Taylor could do it soon okay we're going to move on to the GOAT going up to mile high he's taking his Tampa Bay Buccaneers into Denver Denver are missing Drew Locke they're missing Sutton they're obviously missing Von Miller anyway yeah Tom Brady's got his full squad back. He's got he's got Godwin back now. I I think it's Tom Brady's week. I think I just think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense have been the ones that have been shining, not the offense. And I think yeah, that's right. that's the worrying thing for the Broncos. They're gonna have a hard time scoring any points. We know how good they are against the run. So that's Melvin Gordon. You know, he's gonna have to use in the passing game instead of the running game. If he's in the passing game, he's it's gonna be have to rely on on uh, Blake Bortles. Is Blake Bortles going to have enough of the playbook in his head to know what he's doing? This could be no. this could get messy. Yeah, it could. I mean, I, th- I thought at the start of the year when I looked at the schedule for books that this could have been one of those games that tripped him up. You know, if if they had a when they had a full strength team when Vaughn were playing when Sutton when they're all there, it could have been one of those banana skin games for him because he doesn't have that great a record at, at Denver. I don't think Tom Brady, but no. but yeah, with with the injuries they've got and with the books getting back to full strength, like it's just probably going to be too much for Broncos, and and you know I think it'd be good for, for Brady to get a, a game like this where he can probably put some points up and get some yeah some sort of like some going with receivers because he's looked well, he's looked all right but it's a little bit shaky, I think a bit, little bit bit cautious and you know yeah. you see you see that you obviously expects perfection because obviously look at, look at what he's done in his career. He's yeah, got Bruce Arians now he's obviously looking to him to say come on you're the goat you you know go on. Go and do what we brought you here to do. Exactly. And when he's when he's getting picked off, it probably isn't ideal. So um I do think the Bucks win. I do think that their receivers will just take the piss because yeah. it's gonna be a bit of a I think Leonard Fournette will be back in the backfield. I just I've I've got a worrying feeling that it could be like a one touchdown game for the Broncos. I yeah, definitely. I mean, like you said, the the only thing that Broncos have probably got going from is Melvin Gordon and a bit of a running game that's still all right, but yeah. the books strength is just taking that away. They've stopped Kamara, they've stopped McCaffrey for the most part. So what's Gordon going to do? We've no receivers to take any pressure off him. So yeah, Correct. it's going to be a pretty uh, pretty comfortable game, I think. Right, we're going over to Arizona. The Detroit Lions are going over there, taking a, an actually more fit squad. They've got um, Galday back which is yeah. much better. And the yeah. Cardinals have looked very, very impressive in my eyes. But I think it's going to be a very, very tight game. I don't think people will think this, but I think it's going to be a tight game. Cardinals edge it in the end. But, uh, I don't know, like, having Goldie back is, a, is a, such a big big bonus for them. Yeah, you know what? I mean, I actually thought I was going to be uh, completely disagreeing with you on this game. I thought you'd be like, oh, Cardinals are just going to smash them. Lines have looked shit. But I'm the same as you, I think. Golladay is a, such a big part of that offense. I actually think it's a bit upset at weekend. I think Lions could will go down there. I don't know going to say could. I think they will they'll go down there and they'll get a win because the Cardinals are not going to go sixteen and zero. Somebody's going to be you know people are going to beat them along the way. Yeah, uh, I think it's going to be one of those games where they just maybe look past them. I don't know who they're playing next week, but maybe look past them a bit or um, they just get caught out by a better Lions team than they're actually they've looked so far because. They've been in. They've been ahead in both games. They've not. They've just faded away and ended up looking crap on this in sort of the second half. But if they can keep it going and get Golladay going up on full speed, which 
he might take, he might be a bit slow, you know, after his injury. But if he is full speed, well, just yeah, even being there, full... just even being there, either him or Marvin Jones is drawing that number one coverage. If it's not him, amazing for him. If it is him, then Marvin Jones and, and TJ Hawkinson can have more, even more of the ball. Yeah. Then they've got Swift, who's been really really good. I think you know he hasn't got the the start as Clyde Edwards-Helaire has got or Jonathan Taylor, but he's playing in a much worse team. Yeah. And, and obviously Adrian Peterson is still there pounding away. So it's not it's not a walkover by any means. Having having Golden <laughs> back is makes it a lot tighter. Yeah, definitely. Like like saying, you know, they've got uh, overall, you look at the offense and you think there's no really weak points when Golladay comes back. So yeah, I think they'll uh, I think they'll go and shock them and it'll be uh, Lions first win, Cardinals first loss. Fair enough. Uh, Kerry, we are on the premier game of the week. The absolute blockbuster. If you could ever think of a blockbuster, this is it. Now, the AFC, this, this is it right here in this game. Now, the Chiefs have looked a little bit non-Chief-like just at the moment. They had moments during that, that um, Chiefs at uh, the Texans game where they're like, oh, what are you doing there? You know, let them back in a little bit. They have moments during that Chargers game where they really struggled against that defense. Now the the, the Ravens defense is no walkover at all. So this yeah. I, I've got the Chiefs edging it at the end because I don't think Patrick Mahomes will have another game where he struggles that much. Wow. But I've got them just edging it. Just Fair yeah, I mean I've no nah, I've got Ravens. I think they're gonna be uh, I think they might I wanna say dominate. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be quite that uh, dramatic because I think the Chiefs will obviously they're going to score points. Like, there's no, there's no way they don't score points. But that run game is going to be Ravens is just unbelievable. Like, yeah. if one has a bad game, they've got three others to to run the ball. Like, it, it doesn't. Yeah. Somebody always runs well. Uh, and that, like you say, I think the defense is better than Chiefs. They've got a pretty solid defense. Ravens. We saw what we did. You know what they did to Browns week one, even last week against Texans. I mean, didn't expect much from Texans, but they still put them away pretty easily. Uh, yeah, like you say, if this if the AFC could be the whole Super Bowl, if it could you know ignore the a- NFC, this could be it. But since it can't be, it's probably going to be a championship game. Um, yeah. But I just think the Ravens, yeah, I think Ravens are going to. I don't know what the score on. I think I think probably maybe maybe a ten point win in the end. I think it's going to be okay. comfortable enough that, that yeah, yeah, I think they're going to be comfortable because I just think they're going to keep the ball and Mahomes will come back a bit in the end. But I think it could be. It could be three touchdowns down by the time he comes back. I think. I think. I think Butker wins it with a field goal. Fair. I mean, he he nailed those field goals last week, didn't he? Oh, three, three, three times he had to kick that fifty-eight yarder. Yeah, nailed every one. Fifty-three yarder, wasn't it? And they pushed him three, sorry. five yards. Yeah. yeah, incredible. I um, you know, we can sit and debate who will win, but either way, we're getting treated to an absolute spectacle on Monday night. So. Oh yeah. I think the the thing it could be is uh, I mean I went I saw the the uh, Ravens Rams Monday Night Football game last year I was yeah. there and Jackson was it was unbelievable like I think he got five touchdowns he got perfect passer rating whatever he got and even Rams fans were just like yeah applauding him applauding him a little bit and I think he's one of those in the in the big games but Mahomes is the same but I think just Jackson's in the big games gonna gonna shine and. Well, yeah, you put that way, both, both Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes' biggest games have been against the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Rams, eh? Yeah. But, yeah. Well, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it's going to be a great game no matter what. I'm excited for that. Yeah, fair play. I mean, 
Yeah, we haven't really disagreed much, have we? Really, but there's been a few that we've gone either way. It's a bit annoying, really. I'm not, I'm not, not liking this. What's going on? Like, no, I want your Raiders to get smashed. Oh, yeah, I'm not screw you. Uh, so, <laughs> I want, uh, I want Dak to get injured. Oh no! Don't say that. <laughs> we um okay. We'll do the same thing as last last week though. It's not much of a surprise for you now. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. We're going to pick two bold picks of the week. Two bold picks for anything you want. So you've already said safety for Baker Mayfield. Are you keeping that as one of your bold picks? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. I'll go, I'll go with the uh, the Washington football team get a get a safety on Mayfield and um, yeah. And I think the other one I'll go with the bold one. It might not sit well to be fair with Jets defense. Maybe it's not that bold, but I'm gonna go. Jonathan Taylor gets two hundred and two hundred twenty rushing yards, two touchdowns. He gets close to the rookie record. I don't think he quite is it. Adrian Peterson got it. Uh, I don't think he'll quite break it, but he'll get close to the rushing record. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a big game for Jonathan Taylor. Okay, I like I like that. I was going to go with Jonathan Taylor three touchdowns, yeah. but I'm not going now because <laughs> because that's just too uh, too much. I'm going to go Tampa Bay, winning by at least twenty points. Oh, okay. And I don't know how bold that is, but I think you know twenty point gap is pretty big. It's, yeah, yeah. And I'll go Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt going to have hundred and fifty plus total yards each, and mm. the touchdown each. So the whole offense is going to be chub, chub and hunt. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It could be that it's not. That's not a bad shout. I mean, what did, I don't know what they got last week, but Chubb got over 120 ish rushing yards, didn't he? I think. Yeah, Kareem got 110. Yeah, so it's, it's definitely not out of the question. No, that's a, that's probably a fair shout. Uh, I just think there's, there's a lot of good close games. It's kind of difficult to pick a a big bold prediction out of them all because I think the like you say. Like we both said, the Lions going down to Cardinals could be a big upset. Yeah. I think that's the one that to sort of that sort of stands out as they could uh, could shock the Cardinals. Um, and just yeah, the, the amount of good games they've got those those six that we picked. Uh, I think the one you know Rams Bills really playoff caliber matchup. Yeah, uh, it'll be a big weekend. Yeah, big weekend. This is the chance for the Rams to try and pull themselves back into that. Conversation with obviously the Seahawks and the 49ers. This is a chance for the Bills to prove themselves that they are that um, NFC East is theirs. So, yeah, a lot of big games. The, the, obviously, the Raiders trying to pull a, pull away now because they've got the got the win against the Saints. The Patriots trying to prove that they're not going anywhere yet. Yeah. Titans trying to solidify the end the top of their division. The Vikings trying to make sure they don't fl- fly down theirs. The Eagles <laughs> they are doing theirs. You know, it's there's big games with big consequences in, in this week. Yeah, and you know what I mean. This it won't it won't be the weirdest thing in the in the world for the Raiders to to snatch a win, and the, you know the Ravens beat the Chiefs, and suddenly Raiders are unbeaten and top of the AFC West. I'd be buzzing with that. <laughs> That'd yeah, be a perfect half of the season. That isn't. You can put your dreams away if you want, mate. No, nah, it's not going to happen because Patriots are going to beat them. But uh, yeah, yeah, I can, I can have that one moment just in my head. Then. Oh. Yeah, you can. Well, you enjoy the weekend, my friend. Hopefully the Raiders win for you. Hopefully uh, our predictions come in. And until next time. Yeah, peace out. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.